New Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is scheduled to hit Cleveland on Thursday. Take a physical with most likely an introductory press conference scheduled for Friday. We discussed some prominent veterans on the market that could be the final pieces of the Browns free agent plan. We take some listener questions and more all on your latest Locked on Browns. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things to all pound LGB on the LLB. The Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Show itself at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are always open. Appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every day, whatever podcast platform you use. Make sure you're following, subscribe to the Lockdown Browns podcast. Five-star ratings and written reviews. Appreciate everybody along with us daily uh, for your Cleveland Browns coverage. Uh, about five weeks away today, officially from the start of the NFL draft, probably a day where the Browns will be dormant, um, most likely day two and day three for your Cleveland Browns as far as NFL draft activity. We'll get back to more draft coverage here soon. Um, you know, Browns still with some uh, tidying up to do here as far as business free agency. We're going to get to all that. Obviously, certain quarterback in town um, looking like he'll be meeting with the media tomorrow. But I do want to start here. Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated in the house here. Um, big NFL trade yesterday as Tyreek Hill has been moved from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, boatload of picks, five picks involved, including a first-round pick this year. The Chiefs now hold picks 29 and 30 in the first round of this year's draft. Um, the whole thing, Pete, it, it, for me, it went down like so insanely quickly. I mean, it almost seemed like it was kind of like a posturing thing from Tyreek Hill's camp as far as getting his contract contract extension done. Then about three minutes later was the possibility of Tyreek Hill is going to seriously be traded. Three minutes later, Tyreek Hill has been traded to the Miami Dolphins. Looking at this deal as a whole, I don't know if I get this deal from either team's side. Um, For the Dolphins, you have a player like Jalen Waddell who, you know, almost everybody described through the draft process as maybe being a Tyreek Hill type of player um, had a lot of success last year, maybe although not as vertically or, you know, the production yards, touchdowns, um, you know, the Tyreek Hill, we've seen a custom from Tyreek Hill over the years um, for the chiefs. I look at it this way and, you know, I think one of the, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes is the engine that makes that all go, but you know, there is so much yards to be had in that offense by anybody else not named Tyreek Hill, just due to the mere presence of his speed, you know, the 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 terror the terrifying that he puts into a secondary as accountability. Um there's pretty much nobody in the NFL that can run with him vertically. Um so the, the deal I, I just I don't get this either way. Uh, of course Miami trying to do everything they can to put Tua Tagovailoa in the best position they can to succeed. The Chiefs, I I mean, I don't know or care necessarily who 29 or 30 turns into for them. I don't know at the end of the day, Pete, they're going to be a better team because of it. Well, look, it's the salary cap. You know, the Chiefs are up against it. They needed to create. And one thing, keep in mind, this is we're now beginning to pay this Patrick Mahomes extension. Go ahead. 
Yeah, which is only going to increase um, after this season. So they 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 spent all that money last year to build that offensive line like overnight, uh, which worked for the most part. But then they ultimately lost to the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. Uh, but the, you know that money paying guys like Frank Clark for some reason still um, and, and Mahomes <laughs> and, and, and Chris Jones and they've got a lot of players that. Uh, make a good amount of money. So, the, you know, life is full of choices at some point, which is what the Browns are dealing with. They're, they're trying to be a little more proactive with it. So I get it. You get five draft picks. Um, we'll see what they can do with them. Uh, look, Patrick Mahomes is what makes that thing go. Um, he's at His numbers are pretty damn good when uh, Tyreek Hill's been out. Uh, I mean, so we'll see what they do. Uh, they've got Juju Smith-Schuster. They've got uh, options in, in terms of how else, uh, they, they want to attack the position. They could, you know, bring in somebody like Odell Beckham. They could draft guys. Um, they could go, go some other, they, I mean, they could trade elsewhere. Um, but they seem to be confident and this go, dates back to Andy Reed with the Eagles where Donovan McNabb was throwing to guys like James thrash. Um, you know, where the cri- criticism there was, you know, they never had a, a big time receiver until they got T.O. Um, and everything that went with that. But they were still successful. So, you know, for them, it's receivers just not that important um, comparatively to other things. So, look, they, they, they have the challenge to now see what they can do with this. Are they going to suddenly use one or both of those picks on wide receivers? I don't know. Um, could they – Find somebody that you know. Could they? Could the uh, parts equal the whole? Absolutely. Um, now it's just a question of what that's going to look like. I think that's part of the problem is we don't know what's going to look like uh, with Miami. Look, I, I love what they've got in terms of weapons. If you're just looking at that offense between Hill, Waddle, and Mike Jacecki, um, but is two of the guy to do this? Um, that's where that sort of stands out, but they they are not messing around. They want to win. They want to be able to compete. Um, so that will be curious. If, if they struggle um, because of the quarterback position, then that's going to force them to uh, make some big changes and, and go big, just like uh, uh, some of these other teams have recently. But th- that may be a good situation there. They may have a hell of a, a sales pitch for a potential veteran, given the fact that, it's Miami. They have a ton of weapons, and they've you know they're starting to get uh, a competent offensive line. So it's a ready made situation, ready made deal. And I, I, you know, nobody likes the idea of. Uh, everybody seems to be just determined to crush Baker Mayfield. Uh, but honestly, why why wouldn't he be a pretty good fit for them compared to Tua? Um. I think that would work out extremely well for Baker Mayfield. And look, the thing, you know, and, and not really getting to Baker here, but um, like this, it, it, it's just for me again, look, he was getting off the rails. I had talked about this towards the end of the season. It's off the rails now. Um, if you act like the guy never did hey, ambition, I'm sorry. It's just not a, 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 it's just not a conversation. A number one that even is, re- is like real. So the, enough with that here. Um, and obviously the Dolphins major move the day before, you know, bringing in left tackle Teron Armstead. Um, Dolphins on the Browns schedule this year, along with the rest of the AFC East. So 
Um, it was certainly interesting. I just, I don't know. It seems, you know, you pretty much brought in the veteran version of the guy that you're hoping your second year player is. And for the Chiefs, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it works out. Um, Pete, I guess right off the bat, I mean, you would think maybe Jamison Williams seems appealing to them. I know people are trying to force Christian Watson into the first round. Do you think maybe he could probably serve some of that capacity as well? These are probably names that you're looking for here for, you know, Kansas City maybe with selections 29 and 30. Maybe. Um, you know, do they, do they take a guy like Sky Moore there? Everybody seems to adore him in the second round. At what point does it start to get uncomfortable with a talent like that? Um, you know, I, I don't get it with Christian Watson, but somebody will. Um, he's Josh Gordon in terms of the physical uh, ability, but um, you sort of have to teach him how to play. Uh, my, my question is, do they – wait a little bit. I mean, and they, they may take a receiver there, but I wonder if they're going to try to get a guy like um, Wendell Robinson from Kentucky, who's very similar to Tyreek Hill, at least body-wise, um, in terms of what he can do. He may not be quite as athletic as Hill, but uh, he, he could be sort of in that mix. But uh, there are some interesting options. Do they like a guy like George Pickens, um, Watson, do they, you know, do, does one of these guys fall? Does Drake London fall? I mean, nobody seems to know where he's going to go. Um, you know, where are the Ohio State guys going to go? Are we going to see somebody sort of uh, move, fall down the board a little bit just because other positions are 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 better uh, or a higher priority for them? Are the Chiefs going to do something like else, like build a secondary because their secondary has sort of been – uh, picked up, you know, has sort of lost all of its guys. Um, so they've got they've got options. They've got tons of picks, which is a great situation if you can maximize them. Um, and they're going to be able to take care, you know, ha- work within the salary cap. So if they can um, make those picks count, then they're going to be better for the long haul. And I think that's ultimately what this is about. They want to be good for a while, as opposed to having to be in a situation where they where they have to tear it apart. Um, you know, given the landscape of the AFC West, you've got to be able to outlast as opposed to take one good shot because you know it's there's too too much that can go wrong in one season with the amount of talent in that division right now. Absolutely loaded the AFC West. Um, and don't be surprised, folks, if uh, it becomes a major major part of the primetime schedule this year is anything AFC. West related. Pete Smith along for the ride here. Your latest lockdown Browns. We're going to get to some uh, prominent names on the, uh, on the free agent market still mentioned around the Cleveland Browns. And of course, uh, somebody is touching down in Cleveland for his physical, all that and more stick around on your latest locked on Browns built bars. This is the time of the year. I've pretty much given up on all my new year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right. Thanks to built bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy. They are marshmallowy. They are not just a protein bar. They are a treat. And they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorites. All Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, the puffs are included. 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to Built.com, scroll down the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low calories, high fiber, low carbs. 
Most of the bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They are all delicious and new flavors coming out all the time. If they think a flavor might be good, they'll make it. It'll be delicious and it'll be healthy. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they seem to pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Pete, uh, into town today for a physical quarterback, Deshaun Watson. It looks like there will be an introductory press conference tomorrow. Um, For anybody that thinks you're going to get anything out of this press conference tomorrow, if it does, in fact, go down that way, Pete, there's nothing he can legally say anyway. I'm assuming with 22 level, 22 civil lawsuits pending against him, anybody who wants answers to any of these questions, you're not going to get them tomorrow. Um, it's difficult to say. Certainly, that is a a fallback option um, where they can basically say, "Look, he can't say anything." I don't know how that would go over, but um, you know. That that would take precedence for him, but there are a lot of questions you can ask him that are uh, of of interest. Here, let's start with this one: Why did you demand? Uh, somebody wrote an article on this, so I'm going to pull up a chair, and Pete will tell you about it. <laughs> well, I, d- he never said why he wanted out of Houston. I, I listened to uh, John McClain, um, who of the Houston Chronicle, talk about this. He, you know, they've been waiting over a year um, for this. They have not, you know, he has not talked in over a year and has never said why he wanted out, out of the Houston, why he wanted away from the Houston Texans. Um, there have been many theories about it, um, but why, you know, why, why did he want to leave? So that that is something he can answer. Um, that is something he can't sort of get away from. Um, uh, so that's an obvious one. I mean, certainly the one that I would be happy to. Uh, point out and ask would be what's a reasonable explanation for you know going to dozens of different massage therapists uh but uh though the the houston texans questions is interesting to me because that the the fact that he's never talked about that is interesting there was some belief that maybe it was about racism and and the ownership and all that um which is fine you you know certainly you could you know you, you can get behind that idea but if it was just i didn't feel like rebuilding or whatever that probably isn't as great of an answer, but you know, th- those are some of the uh, things that I, I know uh, people in Houston would love to, be, would love to hear asked, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's any number of things you could figure out about what, what, uh, what, what has gotten him to this point. Uh, so, you know, look, it appears the news for the day, Deshaun Watson Thursday will be arriving in Berea getting, uh, going through his team physical, Early word is uh, introductory press conference uh, scheduled for Friday. Um, looks like that's the way it's all going to roll down. We'll see. Follow, obviously, following all that around, uh, following all that along uh, as it comes to fruition. Um, Pete, some prominent veterans here still on the market seem to be you know fitting with the Browns. This one, I don't know if it fits, but it seems such a com- comfortable name to put with the Browns. Assuming Deshaun Watson, you know his relationship with Deshaun Watson. Uh, never been over a thousand yards. I believe career best, uh, eight touchdowns. 
uh, 28 years old, pretty much a lost season last year with the Miami Dolphins. Will Fuller, um, is this one, you know, A number one, is this one where, you know, do we believe there's validity to it because of, you know, Watson and Fuller's history? A number two, does it even really work? Well, I mean, the numbers are pretty compelling for when Will Fuller's on the field for Deshaun Watson. So um, you can certainly make a case for that. Obviously, the risk with Will Fuller is he's never healthy and he does one thing. Um, he runs really fast, far down the field, and occasionally he catches the ball. Uh, so that certainly could be appealing. What do you pay that? Difficult to say. And to me, I think he's more suited to be a wide receiver three type than a wide receiver two. Um, but, um, you know, some, so much depends on what's going to happen with Donovan Peoples-Jones. I, I think if the Browns were honest, they'd be saying they're hoping he can be that second receiver. But that doesn't mean they they aren't going to keep adding – to try to build this thing up. After all, they've got their quarterback. They're going to keep they, – they want him to be in the best posi- position to succeed. Um, you know, Will Fuller certainly fits what the Browns like in terms of just getting more speed. Um, so that one um, – no, I haven't really heard anything much on Will Fuller other than the the, the idea that was the entire time Will Fuller was going to go wherever Watson goes, and to this point, um, Watson is in, in with the Browns, and yet nothing has come uh, out with Fuller, at least to this point. Uh, so, you know, certainly a name to keep an eye on here. Uh, two Chicago Bears defensive tackles on the market. Eddie Goldman, Akeem Hicks. Uh, Eddie Goldman, 28, and will be 28 throughout this season. Uh, Akeem Hicks, obviously, has been in the NFL since 2012. Um, you know, obviously, we never thought defensive tackle was going to be an option at 13, so not having 13 anymore doesn't seem to you know be an issue as far as rectifying that. Travis Jones, as much as I'd love the idea at 44, I don't know necessarily that Travis Jones is trending like he'll be available at pick 44. I don't even know if he's going to be available in round two period. He certainly seems like a player that, you know, his odds look pretty good to be going in round one Thursday night, first night of the NFL draft five weeks from today. But player like Goldman and Akeem Hicks, Pete, of the two, which one fits in? Is it realistic between the two of them that one of them does end up being maybe the veteran that comes in here and holds this room down? Uh, they both fit, and they should sign both of them. Um, the Browns need two. Uh, they need two <laughs> defensive tackles. They, they right now, right now, the Browns have the worst defensive tackle position in the league, um, with Jordan Elliott and Tommy Togiai and uh, Taven Bryan, and I don't know who else is in there. If anyone, um, that is bad, and it and and it's it's the the, the that's the recipe for disaster they had last year. Um, and that was with Malik McDowell, who was, you know, put in an unfair position in terms of what his role was. But you may not even have him. They need guys who can two gap, take on blocks, protect the middle of the field, and allow their linebackers to fly around. Both Goldman and Keeps Hicks can do that. So whether it's those two or you know one of the other guys that are out there, getting two of those guys would be the ideal situation. Really take control of the middle, uh, the middle of the uh, line of scrimmage and dominate at the point of attack because at that point the defense can really take off. Uh, it, it's for me, and that's the thing. And, and look, and you know, for everybody, oh, well, you know, they'll figure it out. Da, 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 da. Yeah, they're going to figure it out. But uh, a lot of names gone off the board here um, as far as fits. The Harrison Phillips deal still is like one that sticks in my craw. I think that would have worked out beautifully. Um, Tim Settle, you know, not ideally what you're looking for as a run stuffer, but it's a cheap option. Buffalo stole him. Um, 
So something needs to be get get done here. And but because I I I love the trajectory of this defense. I love where it's at. I'm still nervous that we're you know, possibly thinking that we're still void of three starters on this defensive line. And now we're almost two weeks full here in the free agency. Uh, so uh, I, that's something I'd like to, you know, and certainly now with the you know, lack of draft allocution, um, uh, losing pick 107, you know, late into that uh, Deshaun Watson trade, why it wasn't reported earlier. I don't have any idea. Um, so I did think the Browns at the time of the trade with Watson were still sitting pretty with five picks in the top 117. That's now four picks in the top 117. Uh, you did add the extra seventh rounder, whatever that is, obviously in the Case Keenum deal, his case is off to Buffalo to basically go, um, you know, be the backup for, you know, Josh Allen, basically just change, you know, one baseball cap for another. Um, but yeah, defensive line, uh, I'd like to see, you know, this start coming towards being put to bed here um, in all eyes, obviously focused towards, you know, what they can do with the limited amount of quality picks they have in the 2022 NFL draft. We got more coming here. We got some listener questions, uh, a couple more questions. Me and Peter are going to chop up here on Locked On Browns. We got a new sponsor here. We're going to tell you all about them right now. And it is AG Athletic Greens. Uh, AG, they sent us a package about a month ago. I've been taking it every morning. Uh, it's basically a powdered vitamin supplement. You mix it with water. Um, some of the first things I've known now, it's been about three weeks since I've been doing this. Um, I'm usually a little slow in the morning. Um, so for me, this is actually starting to give me a little more pep. Um, I feel a little more alert quicker in the day than I used to. I'm actually sleeping a little better. Um, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and for me, Pete, this is where you'll enjoy it, aging, all the things. Um, why did I think to do it? I've always been somebody that dabbled with vitamins, but the problem is physically taking so many vitamins, sometimes it gets heavy uh, you know, on your stomach. So this, to be able to take it in a powdered form, put it into you know, a, a water that, you know, I drink a lot of water anyway. Um, it's just to this point been something that's actually... <clears throat> you know, just help me. And I, I'm starting to notice a significant difference. Um, it's lifestyle friendly, whether, you know, you eat keto, paleo, um, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. Um, again, it's helping me with my sleep, um, my recovery, my body just feels better in the morning, knees are feeling a little bit better. And again, I, I just think that I am you know, as far as my mind, it seems like I'm awake earlier in the day after taking it than I was previously. It only costs you about $3 a day. So you're investing in your health and it's yeah, certainly cheaper than your Starbucks habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. If you buy all this stuff, obviously separately, it's going to cost you a ton, about $3 a day for, you know, basically mixing it with one bottle of water. Um, so certainly give it a look. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. Athletics Greens is a climate neutral certified company. In 2020, AG purchased carb, uh, carbon credits that support projects growing old growth rainforests. For every purchase, we donate to organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the United States. In 2020, AG donated over 1.2 million meals to kids all in the country, all in America, all in the United States in 2020. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health 
and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash all caps NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Pete, the Browns obviously here still with work to do this uh, stage of the offseason here, um, you know, starting to get to the point here. looks like the quarterback will be in town. And look, th- th- this is where it's probably really going to pick up as far as, you know, dealing with the situation of acquiring a player, Deshaun Watson, with all the off-field stuff that uh, certainly comes with him. So there is certainly this bag that will be, you know, it's it's going to pick up here in the you know, next few days here as far as, you know, backlash. And you're going to be hearing from people who want a lot of answers. Um, so and understandably so there is a lot of a lot of this fan base that is waiting for this to um, basically open up like the week there. It's been here, like understood the transaction has been made. But now, you know it's time to essentially pay the piper for the Browns ownership for the Browns front office, as far as what put them into, you know, this frame of mind where they were acceptable with a move like that. We've got some listener questions here. We are going to get to them now. Uh, This is from at Harvard Browns, Travis Jones or safety at 44, any reason to be concerned or hopeful for Jed's development question mark. All right. There's a bunch of them here. So we'll stop right there. So we'll go right off the board here, Pete 44. What, the way this draft looks in lies, what looks appeal look looks most appealing as an option at forty four. Um, well, I mean, it, obviously everything's going to depend on how the board plays out. Um, I'm like you; I don't think Travis Jones is going to make it out of the first round, but certainly that would be an intriguing way to go. Um, I, I, you know, that that being said, I, I don't want a rookie to to have to make a big impact at defensive tackle. It's a bad way to operate. Um, I really like Lewis Sign from Georgia. I don't know that he's going to make it to 44, but of those two, it seems more likely that he would. Um, and since the Browns don't have a slot safety right now, uh, and I don't know what they're going to do to address it since they let MJ Stewart walk. Uh, that For nothing. Nothing. Yeah. $2.2 million. Because when we talked about this, Pete, we thought maybe MJ Stewart, the most value he would hold was from the Browns. But one year, two point two million. I mean, it's like my guess is it sounds to me like they weren't even considering him at all. Yeah, I don't know, but to me, it feels like a misstep. Um, you know, maybe they're going to just bring back Ronnie Harrison. I don't know, but Lewis Sign is a really good football player. Um, a, a situation where you could have him, Delpit, and John Johnson the third on the field all at the same time, potentially a guy for life after. Uh, Johnson, depending on, on, on how that goes. Um, Logan Hall from Houston is certainly an interesting option, getting you a, a long defensive, uh, you know, a, a base end that can kick inside and rush the passer from the interior. That certainly seems like something the Browns would like. Um, obviously, that's what Clowney can do. Um, Garrett can do it too, but they're more inclined to do it with Clowney. Um, so there's a, a number of options they could go. They could, I mean, wide receiver potentially is an option there. Um, but yeah, like if you're 
So you're just saying, what can you know? What can I have? Um, I get to pluck whatever I want out of this. It's probably Lewis Sign. I, I think he's the best prospect, at least for my eye, on that Georgia defense. I think he's tremendous. Uh, he's played that role. Can play. Or I should say he can play all three roles um, in in that setup. But there's any number of ways they can go. It, it, again, the Browns tend to want to maximize the investment. There are any number of good investments they could make there. Uh, so it really just depends on what the board is. I mean, if they take care of business with their needs, I mean, and I assume they're going to eventually sign something that plays defensive line, um, <laughs> you know, and, and slot safety and some of these other things. But if they can just play the board and take the best player available, then they're going to be able to be a really dangerous team uh, potentially in that spot. Maybe they trade up to go get something or maybe they trade down if a lot of things are sitting there. Um, I want to ask this, Pete, because look, I mean, you know, I know everybody, you know, we'll, we'll use the example here and this is where we're going to go with it. Obviously, the age guard rails of the Brown, Browns as far as, you know, what they're looking to draft. Um, but we've already seen this team, Pete, operate this offseason in a much different fashion than we have in their first two years. Obviously, going out, trading for established veterans in Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson. Does that think that maybe all around and maybe now with the move for Deshaun Watson, obviously the onus on winning now and you know, you know, obviously being immediately you know competitive again in 2022, does that loosen up something like age guardrails for the Browns? Due to the fact that maybe they don't have a lot of sw- basically at bats in this 2022 NFL draft, if the fact that we've seen them kind of go a little bit different than you know what we've normally seen from them, does that mean we can wonder and speculate that maybe other things will change in how they've done business? It's possible, but I doubt it. Um, the reality is that they seem to have a formula that they like, and that formula can be played out regardless of where they are as a team. If they're talking in terms of investments, it's always going to make more sense to go younger than older. Um, it's always going to make more sense to sort of prioritize premium positions early in the draft. Um, so I wouldn't suspect that part is likely to change. And to their credit, whether it's Ben Greg Newsom or Jedrick Wills or uh, JOK or some of these other players, they've taken some really young players and they're out there. They contribute like they're, 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 they're not having to wait on these guys too much. Certainly there are guys like Anthony Schwartz, but I think that was baked in, not because he was super young, but just because of where he was as a player. Um, I mean, that's what you would be doing with Christian Watson, who's three years older uh, or two years now, but three years when they're coming out. Uh, so I, I I could see where that might happen, but I tend to think that the, their process in the draft is their process in the draft. I, do, I don't think that's going to change because that thought process is about uh, taking advantage of opportunities and sort of maximizing windows. That seems to be who the Browns are, regardless of having Deshaun Watson and being on this five-year window with him and Miles Garrett on the same contract uh, schedule anyway. Pete. Um, John Johnson, what exactly are we supposed to take from that as far as, um, look, if there was interest in one of them coming back, you would seem the road for Jarvis Landry coming back would be a lot easier than the road for Odell Beckham Jr. I cannot believe we're still talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Thanks for this, John Johnson, the third. What are we supposed to take from that, Pete? Um, that Odell Beckham is really good at marketing himself. Um, True. To the point now that he has people doing it for him, and John Johnson barely knows him. 
Well, I mean, Odell Beckham has not expressed any interest in the Browns, and the Browns have not ex- expressed any interest in Odell Beckham that I'm aware of. And yet, we're talking about the possibility of Odell Beckham coming back. Um, I don't see a chance in hell of this happening um, for any number of reasons. One, um, Odell Beckham Jr. didn't want to be in Cleveland. He just didn't. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that's about the quarterback. He didn't want to be here. I mean, that's and that's fine. You don't have to. Not everybody likes Cleveland. But he wanted to be in L.A. the second he got to Cleveland. Um, at least if you believe Jay Glazer, and he has no real reason to lie about it. Um, he, The other part of that is he's injured. Um, we don't know what his schedule is going to be like. And obviously ACLs are becoming like almost, you know, not a, a non-factor anymore, but he has torn the same one twice in 16 months. Um, and then last but not least, Odell Beckham really likes money. Um, and in the same way that Jadevian Clowney does. Uh, so Odell Beckham has always maximized his value. He has taken advantage, but part of the reason he wanted to go to LA and part of the reason he really liked being in New York was because of the marketing opportunities for him. I mean, the guy was here and he wore a watch that was worth $200,000 during a game and even warmed up with one that was worth $2 million. Um, He gets, (laughs) you know, a lot of money um, in in endorsements and these other things, but he has never taken anything resembling less money. Which is fine. You're, you know, that's that doesn't make him a bad guy by any stretch. You're playing a game like football that is brutal and unforgiving. Go get yours. But in order for the Browns to sign him, that, that you know, are, are we assuming it would be about the same number as he was making here last year, which is fifteen million dollars? The Browns are going to basically have about twenty nine million by on June first, and they don't have any defensive linemen, and they don't have another safety, and they don't have all these other things. So it doesn't make much sense for the Browns either. Um, and if you bring, let's say you bring back Odell Beckham on a one-year deal, he may be playing six to, you know, or however many games with Jacoby Brissett. So like, what's the point? Um, it makes far more sense to bring in somebody who's going to either be here longer or somebody who's going to be here cheaper. Um, I don't see how that works. The Rams still want Beckham. He's obviously been connected to the Chiefs. Um, so this to me has everything to do with Odell Beckham being able to create, you know, bidders without actually even having to do anything, which is pretty impressive. Uh, so I, I think this is just a way to try to sort of, um, give him a little bit, even more leverage and maybe create, put a little more pressure on people, uh, teams that want him, but so much of this depends on, when's his knee going to be healthy and, and who's, who's going to sign him um, with the ACL. So I don't think it's going to be the Browns, but you know, now that the Browns are sort of like this it team in terms of where people want to go, I'm not surprised that this type of stuff comes up, but it doesn't make any sense. I don't think for either side. Yeah. He certainly got a Kardashian effect in that way that, you know, it always seems that whatever discussion is being had somehow, some way, uh, the name Odell Beckham Jr. seems to get mentioned into anything. We covered a bunch here. Uh, obviously, the big trade in the NFL, it's Tyree Kill going on to the Miami Dolphins for five picks. Um, if you're just an NFL draft fan in general, the Chiefs hold 12 picks. They have 
two first round picks, two second round picks, two third round picks, two fourth round picks. Uh, certainly going to be an interesting team to watch uh, as players here in the 2022 NFL draft. We talked about the Sean Watson is in Cleveland. Um, it appears schedule uh, scheduled for uh, physical today, Thursday, looking like possibly introductory press conference on Friday for the Browns, new quarterbacks and veterans. Uh, for the Browns still to be kicking the tires on it. Will Fuller, you know, Eddie Goldman, Akeem Hicks, if not one, if not two. How about somebody at the defensive tackle position? Some listener questions here uh, as far as closing out, you know, basically the free agent cycle for the Browns, you know, moving on closer to the 2022 NFL draft. He is Pete Smith, Browns Digest, SportsIllustrated.com. Check everything out over there. Obviously, team uh, Pete and the team covering, uh, you know, obviously a lot this week. These are always the toughest weeks because you never know when the news is going to break. Obviously, during the regular season, you know, everything is more scheduled as far as, you know, when you're going to you know, have information come to you. So always tough this time of year. And actually, uh, you know, Pete, obviously on here today, he's not feeling so great. John Costco, actually, the other day wasn't feeling so great. It's time of the year. It gets, uh, you know, obviously with the way the weather is, you know, 30s one day, 70 another. It doesn't do anybody any, uh, you know, any advantages, so to speak. But, you know, appreciate everybody for coming on here this week. Uh, everybody take care of yourselves. You know, be safe. You know, if you think you're not feeling well, understand, you know, hey, you could just be sick. But also maybe uh, just take the test to be safe um, so we can all, you know, as we're starting to get back to our lifestyle, we can continue to do that. Make sure you're following at underscore Pete Smith underscore, obviously, all the work. All the tweets over there from Pete, myself, uh, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, uh, at Lockdown Browns. Follow that account. DMs are always open. Uh, appreciate everybody joining us on the daily here on Lockdown Browns. Appreciate everybody who makes us your first listen day in, day out. Whatever podcast platform you use, make sure you're following and subscribe to the Lockdown Browns podcast. Leaving those five-star ratings and written reviews means a lot. It's uh, obviously been really, really busy. The traffic here the last couple of weeks. Again, none of this happens without you guys. I can put out all the information I want, but you know, without you guys coming here, spending your time with me, um, this makes this show what it is and appreciate everybody in that aspect. Again, we covered a ton here. Uh, obviously, there'll be more coming here in the week as you know, Deshaun Watson is headed to Cleveland for the first time. So we're getting into all of that stuff. Uh, you know, uh, of course, press conference scheduled again for Friday. Well, not officially scheduled, but looking like it will be scheduled for Friday. This has been your daily delivery of all things dog pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Brown.